the latest episode of The Ugly Truth. Paula is back, and we're talking about some of our April Fool's Day shenanigans when we were kids, although we didn't need the day. Definitely pulled a lot of pranks on each other. Also, we're talking about what we're finding comfort in right now, and for both of us, it is music, and we're going into the deep dives of Barry Manilow and Barbara Streisand for our comforting pleasure. This, plus some ugly and awkward moments of the week. Thank you so much for shopping lipandclip.com and our Amazon link. Enjoy the show. It's another uncensored look at the world around you from sisters who will say just about anything to anyone at any time. It's the Uggs. Jamie? Would you stop eating the dog food? Paula? I'm here for you, darling. Uncensored as always, it's time for the Ugly Truth. Welcome to the Ugly Truth. This is episode 453. Ugh. <laughs> Thank God you're back. Oh, listen, I love the spouse uh, ugly truths, the spouse truths, whatever you want to call them. I don't even want to have a name for it because I don't want it to be so regular that the we spruce. actually have a name for it. <laughs> the spruce, the ugly spruce. Yeah, I don't, I, I do love it, but you know, like I said, every time now, first of all, I think it's really important that because you have children at home in this very unprecedented time in history that you can tap out when you need to. It's a lot right now. Okay. So yeah. God, what is going on? Is there some kind of drama going on between the family that I'm unaware of? Why? Because my mom, our mother just called me right after Stephanie did. What's going on? Do, are you aware of anything? Where's my phone? Well, I'd be the last to know. (laughs) I'm just wondering, I'm just wondering, or is it just weird timing? You know what? Mom's just bored because she's texted me like three times in the last month. And that's like, that's like, that's how much she would text me in a year. She's been texting my children. <laughs> oh, God. Because she's like, I hope you're doing well, you know, because she's bored. Well, what like is she said. afraid of? And I'm like, Mom, you're the one that's in the group that, you know, <laughs> we should be concerned about. I told her, I said, no one's coming to see you. No one's coming to talk to you. If you need anything, we will drop it off at your pat, your porch and we'll wave through the window and or I'll have it delivered. But no one's coming. Well, I don't know they're not following the rules. They are actually. I don't know about Paul. I don't know about her husband, but I know our mother is definitely following the is rules. Is he over 70 yet? No, or... but he's also got asthma bad. Well, I mean, God, he's got the worst lungs on the planet. Ever, ever. And I'm just like, that man cannot die. He's got a perpetual cough. So. Yes. <laughs> so I, I hope that they're taking advantage and of every opportunity to stay home and not, you know, but, you know, um, our parents are very willful, uh, just like most people, and they're probably heading to Trader Joe's when they need to with hopefully gloves and masks. I mean, I don't know. I gave her, I actually, because we had the fires, I actually bought her a, a 10 pack of masks, the N95s, over mm-hmm. a year ago. And when all this started, I said, you have those masks. I know you didn't use them. Use them now. I didn't give her gloves, obviously, because I didn't, you know. But I said, but you need to, you know, or you need to use those. So when you guys go out, and this was way before the quarantine where everybody's supposed to stay at home. I said, you you know, if you're going to go out and about, you're going to go to all your doctor's appointments and all that stuff, you need to wear a mask. I don't give a shit. And of course, I'm sure she didn't listen to me, but... 
that's fine. But I know she has them. So that's good. But well, I mean, there's really I mean, unless it's absolutely emergency. Yeah. I mean, no one should be she shouldn't be going to the doctor. She yeah. really shouldn't be, you know, going to the grocery store. No, you know, if she has to go to Trader Joe's, she should just have you pick up whatever she needs. Right. And right. Then, you know, I agree. So drop it off. But but you're right. They probably just feel like, well, what what will happen? What will happen? <laughs> I hope not. I mean, she said she's being really good. She goes, we're good. We're you know, we're staying at home. Da, da, da. And I'm like, all right, fine. I try. I believe her. I don't think she's goofing around. I think that a lot of people went, oh, this is serious. And then suddenly they're like, OK, well, we're going to abide. So I think, you know, that's that's probably happened for them as well. But anyway, to completely change the subject, this is releasing on April Fool's Day. And I know that this whole thing has been a total joke of a year so far, but it did remind me how much we relished April Fool's when we were kids. (laughs) Because I don't know, I don't know why, but we really loved trying to pull pranks on each other. Did we ever go outside of the home? Did we prank people that we weren't related to? Um, I don't think we did. I mean, if we did, it would probably have been like super, super people, like close people, like yeah. maybe like Cuppy or Cupster. Oh, um, yes. Some close friends. Or like friends. my friend across the street, Stuart. Stuart, right, um, right. But I mean, the only reason why we probably wouldn't prank anybody else is because our pranks were just so <laughs> devious. They were really hard. That, you know, we probably would have gotten in trouble. Yes. If, if we just did our ordinary pranks well and plus our pranks were just um very meticulous like you couldn't yeah. we couldn't you know because we would do the whole like um we were sewing thread s- oh God, we were so and we would tie them so tight across like a hallway <laughs> and not just one strand oh like 20 but we would do like a freaking remember that movie entrapment when she yes. was like weaving in it like all sexily it would be weaving like that. in and out of like the laser beams yes. but we would do that with sewing thread as tight as possible and so you would get, you know, necked going Neck, down there. Because we, we were all about the same height. So we would, like, measure it. Like, okay, oh, this, yeah. this would be, like, a neck height. And yep. so we would do that. And we'd try and find, like, you know, beige or, you know, black. You know, something, something that was, they like, couldn't see. Something you couldn't see. And then, or, like, ankle length. Because that always hurt when it oh snapped my God, right at your it ankle. Did. What about when, I, I can't remember if it worked on anyone, <laughs> and I have a feeling it affected, I think our mom accidentally walked in on the prank, but I remember um, putting a pitcher of water um, over the door, trying to get Did Stephanie to come that? in <gasps> and get nailed with a pitcher of water. <laughs> the problem is, is that, you know, we're not very good at math or anything like that. So I did it. And mom came in, and I believe the pitcher just hit her in the head with water in it. I don't even think it spilled properly like in the movies. I think it just fell down, and not only did she get wet, but she got smacked with like a three-pound, you know, weight Ah. on her body. And she's like, that's enough! Yeah, yeah! Like she, I'm all April Fool. <laughs> mom had mom had zero sense oh, of humor. Oh God, she so hated it. She hated just, it. Yeah, she God. could not take a joke at all. Well, so. especially coming from us because we were so horrible. You know, we well, were I just remember awful. There was countless times we tried to hide a whoopee cushion under her sheet. Oh my but God! It just by the time she got in there, it was always deflated. So she's it didn't like, work. enough with the whoopee cushions. She hated yeah, she's them. She's like, what is this crap in my bag? <laughs> I remember one time her actually taking scissors to one. She's like, there will be no more of this. 
know she got so sick of it. Well, it was there were they were always mine. Yes, and she couldn't stand it because she I wouldn't stop playing with them. Oh and, God, they're you hilarious. Know, usually they would pop. Or she did destroy them. Because, or the dog you know, would take it and run out into the backyard. Something. It would be, you know, and she's like, get it from that dog before he eats it. I don't want to pull it out of his ass. I think one of the things was that whenever we would, I don't even know how you would get them, but somehow we would buy them for you. Because back in the day when you'd go to like Thrifty or Albertsons, you know, they had the toy section with all those shitty little toys. And that's where we'd get them. They had them in those gumball machines, too. <gasps> That's right. So the 50 cent get, you know, ones. Like the 50 cent ones. Mm-hmm. And so the, the high end ones. And so. Uh, <laughs> I love doing those. They, they just had them in the dispenser because they folded up really small. What a pure joy it was to get two quarters from your stingy parents back in the 80s. To raid mom's purse constantly. She always had quarters. I don't know why. I never raided. I would just wait and beg and beg and then she'd do it. And then I'd get something like, oh, fake money. Boring. I would always just go through her purse like when she wasn't looking. And I, you know, <laughs> there was always silver change at the bottom and I just snatched it all up. Because I'm just like, she's, she's not going to use it. But yeah. that was like probably our favorite part of either the day or some point during the week when we would all walk to 7-Eleven yep. with our, you know, our money and mm-hmm. figure out, you know, how many pieces of five cent bubble gum we were going to get. Oh, yeah. and, now and yeah. later. God, those cashiers must have hated us because oh, yeah. we're just like, okay, here's 10 pieces of five cent bubble gum. <laughs> here's, you know, 11 airheads. And I would get my uh, whatchamacallit for 27 cents. Right. And, you know, <laughs> come back in a, practically a diabetic coma. Yes. Well, you were the candy person. I was. Oh, God. Mom said she used to find candy wrappers all over my bedroom. Yeah, you would hide them because you didn't want her to take it. The classic prank that I think to this day was the most successful was the one I pulled on Stephanie. She was probably 12, which means I was 15. And it was in the morning. And for some reason, there was no school. But it was April Fool's. And or we... God, we probably just didn't go. But she came in and she was still sleepy. So she hadn't... She hadn't become her horrible, rotten self yet. She was still in sleep mode, so she was being sweet and nice. Mm -hmm. And I had gotten up an hour early and switched the sugar bowl to to salt. I remember that. And I... She was so mean and got me in trouble so many times for stupid shit that I shouldn't have been in trouble for. So she had this coming. And I was so pleased with myself because these pranks never we never successfully pulled them off ever they well, to some we degree we were laughing yes and we were like trying to turn our back but we were shaking so hard and they're just like what are you laughing at i'm not laughing yeah so i was keeping it super cool she came in to have her cereal and it was like raisin not raisin bread it was like cheerios or something because you know we weren't allowed to have sugar cereal and so right. we would pile on the sugar oh my god there would be like at the very end of the bowl it would be nothing but like <laughs> sugar water sugar granulated milk. sugar yeah with, there'd like, be a you know, pile a of it drips god, it would be so thick oh my god it was like syrup so oh god, i mean she should have just bought us the fucking cocoa puffs it would have been way better she would have she would never i know so anyway so she so i'm standing in the kitchen and i don't know what i'm doing i'm just trying to get a side eye view because i don't want her to get suspicious because the thing is is we know each other so well that i know mm-hmm. that she would get one side and she's like what did you do to the cereal like what what is it and i'm like nothing what are you talking about you know so right. she was just sitting there sleepily she put on the sugar and it was all salt <laughs> she took a huge mouthful and she's like oh, oh 
lost it i was like what's the matter i'm like is it salty i mean she was she's like i will get you for this oh like she my was my god she was so mad she started crying because she was tired you know she had just woken up and all she was looking for was a big bowl of sweet cereal to start her day and i had completely fucked it up oh my oh god my gosh i wish i could that say so i felt bad but to this day it's my one of my proudest moments <laughs> i just loved it so much i was telling the kids the other day i would hardly call this a prank but i don't know what made, <laughs> i don't know what made her do this i was in my our one of my one of our rooms i usually had to go to bed first but um i yeah. was in my room going to bed and um the, my door opened and it was like dark in my room and um the only thing i saw was like the backlight of the hallway light and someone walked in and they had like a, a scarf over their head and they were wearing like a like a like a, a trench coat i remember and they this had, and they had sunglasses on and they were walking in my room and i'm like who is that what and i started screaming and they started walking towards me and they just weren't talking i was screaming and mom walks comes running in like and she turned the light on and it was allison and mom's just like what are you doing allison and allison's like i don't know and she's like you know what allison she's like you're sick slowly in this ghostly <laughs> pace psychopath you know, while sitting so in good. my twin bed like <laughs> with my hands up in the air oh my know? god that's so good wow that is a good one oh my god, god. how many times did we put plastic over the toilet like i didn't work for I anyone think we did that i don't think we did that but i mean i, I don't think, think we, it works no we always saw we're like oh nice try nothing yeah, ever it worked didn't even matter i wet my bed so much it didn't even matter <laughs> yeah. i just you know oh my god i was thinking i told the kids i'm like alice and i used to do this thing where we'd put as many ingredients for the refrigerator in our mouth as we could wow and we tried to see who could make the best throw up looking oh. stuff and then we then we do like in the same to see what it would look like just to see what it looked like and That's then the, the kids would always look at me they're like gross and i'm just like you guys have no imagination you guys this is this was pre-internet man we didn't have smartphones attached to our hands we had to make shit up well just sometimes i get i don't get angry at them but i'm just like your lack of an imagination yes. just frustrates me it's like, true it's not gross it was fun it like, was when fun. would you ever think to do something like that i know you guys think you're so funny walking down the hallway oh yeah you, know, you have no idea doing your little like hey you want to come at me <laughs> whatever. You know, whatever but i'm just like you yeah guys you guys are lame. Uh, it's true. <laughs> I, I, it is so true. They don't have the luxury of time the way we did, where we literally had nothing to do. I remember the very first April Fool's joke that Stephanie and I pulled together. I think our parents were like still 
pretending that they were happily married. It was a long time. It was way before you. Right. Or you were like two. You were really little. Anyway, sometime in that time period, Stephanie and I decided that we were going to convince Allison that she had been adopted. (sighs) And we... I mean, for as young as we were, we had her convinced that she was adopted. That's not hard. (laughs) So it got to the point. And, you know, Allison, you know, she's just a different egg when it comes to certain things. And so she was just like, well, she's so gullible. Well, it's not even that. But I mean, her response was not tragic. You know, she's just like, well, like, well. Hello. She's like, well, that would explain a lot of things. You know? <laughs> and she was like, like girl, no, don't you understand? You know, and we were trying to make her upset and try to oh, convince her. The silver, finding the silver lining. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Finally, um, ultimately, she approached our mother. She's like, mom, am I adopted? She's like, why would you say that? No. And she's like, well, Stephanie and Jamie said, Stephanie, you know, and it was just like, She's just like, you are so cruel. You're just no. like your father. You know. And then once I was born, then it really, really worked in oh. your favor. Because it's just like, oh, look at her. She's blonde. <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah. No, and then I told Not the for kids years. how you guys would lock me in the garage and turn off the lights. And then. Yeah, I don't remember you know, doing that to you. I'm not, I don't know. Oh, sure. I, remember. I remember. I was a part of this. Vividly. Well, I don't think I was a party Stephanie. to this. I don't think so. Yeah, and then someone it made me eat dog food. Well, that would be Stephanie. That, yeah, that was probably because she too. liked it. She ate it. <laughs> Mom had to tell her constantly, "Would you stop eating the dog food?" <laughs> like constantly. What? She's just like, "Here, try it." And oh I was just like, oh, "Okay." You know, I think I was what, like three or four, and so. <laughs> God. I think I told mom, I'm like, I eat dog food today. <laughs> and mom's just like, what? Stay. Yeah. <laughs> we actually didn't need a day, but I do remember trying to do stupid shit. April Fool. We'd always say it like that. But I could, those are the only ones I can really remember because. <laughs> we could have been like July 27th. Oh, for real. Yeah. It's like August 2nd. Ha <laughs> 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 Right. Uh, we, I remember once April 30th. You know, we would do that all the time. We were the worst to each other, but not. I mean, it's just we couldn't trust each other. If anybody was nice, you're like, what is going on? Like, there was no way that anyone was nice on purpose ever. I know. Our, our house was like Tombstone. <laughs> it was like the Pink Panther house. You walk in, you're all, no, 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 no. Like, I felt like we, we were too quiet you know, in here. FBI agents, you know, constantly like scaling walls and turning oh my corners, kind of like, you know, tilting our head around the corner. Like, you know, who's over there? What the, the hiding places, the the yeah. traps. The I can't tell constant. you how many times I spent my life hiding under a pile of clothes. You know, just <laughs> you did just get, for safety. <laughs> they would tell. Oh, I'd be like, you have to hide under this laundry. <laughs> Don't come out. And no matter or what you hear. In cupboards. Oh God! Under it, we oh, had just that. like here, we're gonna play hide and go seek, and then no yeah. one was playing, and I'd wind up in there for two hours. <laughs> I remember I come out. I'm like, are we still playing? We're like, and, oh, um, sorry, so um, Jamie, we we found everybody. We forgot. Jamie went to work. <laughs> She's been gone yeah, for an hour. Exactly. Oh, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna go play Barbies then. We had that really <laughs> big entertainment center that had the slide, uh, the slide cabinets at the bottom where we would put albums, and yes. you would always hide in one of those. 
somehow. Well, I was so small. I yeah. could fit in a lot of places. You really I remember, could. God, where would I have? Well, you guys would put me on the shelf in the closet and oh, yeah, then put yeah. like sweaters on top of me. Yes, we did do that and too. <laughs> Olivia, she used to be so small. She would hide. In, um, we had those stackable washing machines at our old apartment. She would hide in the washing machine. <gasps> That's not safe. <laughs> well, no one's going to turn it on. They're That's like, true. oh, well, we're playing hide and go seek, but I'm going to do a load. It's you like, know? you know what? It's... I'm going to do this load. Oh, what is this? <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> okay. It's so funny. My kids remember one time. One time. <laughs> Brian got in the the dryer and I shut the door and I turned it on for like a second. And oh, I heard, oh no! So I opened it. He to this he was like two to this day. He still is angry about it. Oh, he's still hostile. And then like both the kids, I you know when they're, your kids are little, you cut their hair. I don't know why. Because so, you don't want to go to EJ's little people and get the bowl haircut. Well, you don't want to spend thirty dollars to get their <laughs> freaking you know feathers cut. Their little it's their ridiculous. little wisps. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like I'm not paying to have your feathers cut. It's right. just ridiculous. And it's so true. one time I was cutting his hair and I accidentally clipped his ear. Oh and yeah, you so, told me about that. Mm-hmm. Even now, when he asks me to like trim up his neck or something like that, he like kind of cringes a little bit. I'm like, I'm not gonna go near your ear. Just relax. And he's almost 15, and I'm just like, God. Yeah, I'm like, it's you're never like ending. Two in the habit. And then I burned Olivia's like neck or something. One oh, time I told when you. I was yeah, her she won't allow anyone to do it now. She's so freaked out now. Like, uh, we're. I'll straighten her hair sometimes. We'll like straighten her hair and do makeup and stuff. But like when I'm straightening her hair, like she like is so. Like hunched up with her shoulders and everything, <laughs> like she has no neck. I'm She's like, like Olivia, mm-hmm. you can't do that. I'm like, your shoulders are like up to your ears. I can't straighten your hair. Oh, by the way, you don't watch 90 Day Fiance, do you? Which one? There's like 15 of them. The one where the guy looks like a walking Chet from Weird Science. Yes. What is up with that guy? And then she's just like, know. you don't look like your picture. He's like, well, they're they're kind of old or something. Um, like what that. did you just suddenly lose your neck? Like, it's so weird. Somebody was talking about it, and they're like, oh, he has a real, like, deformity. I'm like, you think? He looks like a turtle, like a large turtle with weird head. The first first time I saw it, I went, okay, first of all, I don't watch that show, and this is exactly why. I mean, I'm all about exploiting, you know, TLC is all about exploiting people. Totally get it. But this is something else. Like, this is, like something else i don't know he what looked this like is a, he looked like a cigar blunt or something you he know? just looked like chet from weird science he looked like the monster poop monster that chet turned into just i'm ashy. sorry <laughs> <laughs> like that's what he looks like with his head his little buggy I'm eyes sorry for being such a shit to you all these years <laughs> <laughs> i mean that's what he looks like and i'm just like if, if Okay, first of all, in a million years, I would never, ever participate in anything like this whatsoever. But if I showed up on a blind date and I saw that, I'd be like, okay, you look nothing like your Tinder profile. I'd be like, oh, well, it's old. I'm like, yeah, bye. It's over. Goodbye. Like, yeah, so are you. I don't you care know, how rich you are. The 90 Day Fiance show that I kind of like, mm. even though I don't know any of the people that they watch, is the one called Pillow, is it Pillow Talk? Yes. It's kind of the same theory of that couch, that couch show yes. that was on Bravo. So it's the successful 90 Day Fiance people. Yes. I don't know if they're married or engaged. They're just or coupled, what their deal is. for sure. But they're successful couples. And so they watch from their bedroom. Right. And um, they're watching the current 
or whoever they are. I don't know. I, I, I'm so lost. There's just so many of them. I'm like, can we just well, keep there's it? Some, there are like before the 90 days, after the 90 days, during the 90 yeah. days, you know, yeah. the 90 days from two years ago. And yeah, they're really you know. starting to grasp with straws. I read I, a I'm thing. I'm just like, how many freaking 90 days are there? And, and I mean, and, and this one 90 days that I watched, you know, this has been going on for like three years. Yeah, and, and they're I'm still just in like, the 90 days. I'm like that crazy <laughs> lady that had one egg and wanted to have a baby with, you know, her african boyfriend that they don't even see each other because he didn't get his visa because he missed a question or something on the the like you know couples exam or whatever they do yeah and she's like 55 and i'm like why would you want to have a baby Ugh, no that's she's like blonde hair and then i've seen her she's like all right michael let's go (laughs) i'm just like god yeah, I, I saw something on um, Twitter about a week ago where it said that TLC has finally decided to stop uh, filming My 600 Pound Life. And I went, oh, <gasps> I go, oh, my Why? God. Well, hold on. I said, oh, my God, have they actually hit the bottom of the barrel and they're actually getting some kind of conscience and they've decided not to exploit these unhealthy people who are clearly in need of mental health care and whatever. But they do get it. Well, hold on. So I was reading it going, wow, that's. That's just so unusual for TLC, who will literally exploit anything and anyone. No, they stopped production because of the coronavirus. It's just on oh, hiatus. They're they're okay. like they're like, oh no, we're gonna go back to it. But oh, we're they're, just they're gonna have a whole new barrel of monkeys to deal are with. Are you when this kidding me? Haven't gonna... you seen that meme that's been going around? They're just like, so that whole six hundred pound life. <laughs> are they just gonna come find me now when this thing's over? <laughs> I or saw what? that. I'm like, I was thinking around, I'm like, oh God, who could they exploit after all is said and done? Well, first of all, there's going to be at least one TLC sponsored. What are the people, the survivor people that hide in the, in the forest? Oh, doomsday preppers. Yeah. There's going to be a doomsday prepper one. There's going to be a whole community that they're going to film. They That's happening. Re- well, they had a series called But it doomsday was serious, preppers. but it was a serious one on like the history channel. It wasn't TLC. Well, it was really good though. It was really good. And, yeah. um. It had like four seasons. Was it before but... or after the sword making show? Oh, Forged in the Fire. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Actually, that show used to be really good. Until it, now it's just gone on for far too long. It's just and, so boring. I'm like, you know, okay. Well, I mean, you can only watch men make you know knives for so long. I mean, yes. in the beginning, it was it was rather sexy and but, shitty you know. knives. By the way, they're like, well, this wouldn't cut a tomato. I'm like, okay. Well, then how did you even make it onto the show? Then it's just like you know that that martial arts guy that you know uses the knife and he like slices up <laughs> pigs, and I'm just yes. like, God, that guy's sexy. <laughs> And then, like, the host, he was kind of cute. Even the old man, I mean. Yeah, they're cute. It's fine. I just... Just well, you know, look, so we badly, all but we all have our random shows that we like. In fact, I was thinking we should do a new segment every once in a while called The Good, the Bad and the Ugly, and we should do shows that we that are clearly good that that everybody can agree are good shows, shows mm-hmm. that are so bad that you can't even stand it and they're, they're either unwatchable, right? They're either so bad that you can't watch it or they're so bad that you can't turn away. And then Ugly, mm-hmm. which is our version of entertaining. Because okay. we are very different in our entertainment, uh, what we like. And in fact, there's stuff that only I like that the world would be like, why would you even think that's entertaining? And it can be television, podcast, song. It could be any kind of entertainment. I think it would be, you know, movie. I just think it'd be really fun because you and I have very different tastes, but we do agree like the ugly thing. You and yes. I kind of agree. For example, I have a very unpopular opinion. I like Grease 2 better than Grease 1. Period. I like them 
I like Grease 2 better. I, I like them differently. They're not the same. So No, no, not at that's all. That's the problem that I have is, is that, you know, they, they share the same namesake, but they are completely different. Completely different. I would say even completely different genres. If I was forced to choose, it would always be Grease 2. Always. And I think oh, it has to do with our memories of it. Because the four of us really loved that movie when it came out. And we really loved Michelle Pfeiffer. We loved the remember. Yeah. Well, it does have you. a very comedic factor to very it. Very cheesy. So yes. That's probably part of it. Whereas yes. like Grease is is like a very classic musical. And well, so yeah, Grease, it's Broadway. 2, mm-hmm. Grease 2 is not. Anyway, I just thought that would be a fun segment to do um, because we haven't really, we only do the uh, you know, ugly and awkward moments or ugly and awkward moments. But, you know, I just thought, you know, when we're looking for things to talk about, we don't really talk about it too much. So we could definitely fill. <laughs> we still need to that. do that music segment I wanted to do where I was going to list like five songs and then we have to talk about like. Or you pick songs, I pick songs, and then we talk about, like, where we were, what what the song meant to us. Right. And... Well, that's kind of what I wanted to segue into right now. This is why I brought oh, that yeah. up. Is, uh, you know, everybody's got their way of coping through this thing. It's a really challenging time because there's nobody who's rising above it. We're all in the same boat. We're all – so we're all using our coping skills. Some of us don't have any because we had a shitty life or a shitty childhood or whatever. We don't have a support system. But we all find a way to cope. Now – I am very, last week when Daryl and I were um, doing the show, I was very open about the fact that I have moments where my anxiety gets to a point where I'm really struggling. Mm -hmm. It comes and goes. And for me, I basically just need to be solitary. I I go outside. I'll do something where I'm just trying to get, you know, maintain and just try to remember reality a little bit because you can really get in your head. And the thing that brought about me... About the virus, you mean? Yeah, just, just, just the whole thing about being at home. Yeah. And and the real thing is that that's hard for me that I'm really struggling with is the podcast that I really enjoy, all these comedic comedians. They're not working because everybody's on, you know, at home. And all mm-hmm. they're talking about is the coronavirus. So yeah. it's not, they're not even fun anymore. So <laughs> Daryl's like, you know, I never tell you this, but maybe you should think about listening to a murder podcast anything that's not that and i said you know what you're right it's true which is why we don't really talk about it because people would like an escape from talking about it all the time but music is something that both you and i very much embrace when we are in a situation i don't know about you but i know that when you're going through some hard times you're in a rabbit hole of youtube videos of all your oh, favorite songs. I play, I'll play DJ all night long. Right. And I'll, I'll sit there and post videos in, even if nobody watches or listens or whatever, it just makes me feel better. And right. Definitely, because, and you yeah. can definitely tell my mood by right. what I'm listening and to. So, in fact, every time mm-hmm. I'm going through some sort of emotional experience, yeah. it's just... I express myself through music. I always do. <laughs> You're like, this song expressed through musical will give you the, 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 the feeling that I'm having right now about this. It's I swear, like I'm Sister like, Mary I'm Catherine. Like, I'm like fucking Delilah, you know? Delilah. On well, I mean. something for you, sweetheart. Even when we were kids, we would listen to those that show, whether it was Delilah mm-hmm. or uh, Soft oh, Hits. Victor, say, Victor likes to say, I'm David Allen Boucher. <laughs> <laughs> or that one, Mix 96. Yes. You know, Love we did songs on the, the mix. mix. Yes, we did it all the time. And so. 
that hasn't changed for me. Like yesterday or the day before, Daryl was bugging me. And so he was doing something and I was in the office just listening to some music. And I pulled out Barry Manilow and Barbara Streisand. Now, those are not my go-tos, but I needed some comfort. I needed to feel a time period that I remember some joy. And there was a time period where, uh, like most mothers in the 80s, we're obsessed with Barry Manilow and Barbara Streisand with Guilty, the album Guilty. I love that one. And we got nothing to be guilty Yeah, so I listened to that album. I listened to Barry Manilow's Greatest Hits because I remember that record in our collection. We listened to it all the time. I did not go to Air Supply, but uh, Daryl brought in Kenny Rogers. And so I felt amazing because all I could think about was us, the, the four of us, listening to all of these great musics. And having just, it was a real wonderful time period, and it felt so good to listen to it. And I'm like, I know it's weird, but I cannot get enough of Barbara Streisand right now. And it just, I think it's a comfort that I needed. I don't know. You do stuff like that too, though. No, I totally do the Barbara Streisand. I do. It's, do you? Um, I love Guilty. Well, I love You Don't Bring Me Flowers. Oh, that's a good one. I also get into Neil Diamond, and I think it's because it reminds me of Stephanie a lot. So I'll, I'll listen to that a little bit, which, you know, there's that. I do get into Olivia Newton-John quite a bit. I love Olivia Newton-John. Uh, she is also one of those ones that I love. The Xanadu album? Xanadu, or actually even older, her her older stuff when she was just getting mm. into, you know, the world of you know, the United States. I mean, she's from Australia, so she was starting to cross in to, like, the country charts. And then she became a little bit more because she's so pretty. And then she started doing some pop stuff. Okay, so every time I hear this song, I think of you. Okay. So where, so this must have meant something to you because you played the song a lot. Oh, God. Go ahead. <laughs> what? Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, when that is right. Yes, uh, that, that is sentimental to you in any way. It was a time period where I was single and happy, and that oh. that album came out, and I listened to it at night when Tyler would go to bed, and I would listen to I remember it. Remember listening to that album with you all the time, incessantly. I was obsessed with that album as long as well, well it's a good as album. It is a good album, but I remember there was like five albums that I listened to during that time period that I just it really was so great. There was um, there was Nirvana, Pearl Jam, um, that Janet Jackson album. There was just a variety that I was listening to back then because back in the 90s, it was such there was so many options to listen to and I could not get enough of it. And I was really into grunge at that time. But then I also loved uh, some of the pop that was coming out back then. And Mm -hmm. that one specifically, it wasn't a dude or anything. It was literally mine and nobody else liked it as much as I did. And that's why I think I love it so much. Oh, it was a good song. Yes. I love that whole album's great to me. I know she's kind of weird now, but back then she was amazing and sexy and she was gorgeous. Yes. It's true. No, I definitely liked that one. Yeah, this one reminds me of our sister for some reason. Oh, I love that song. (laughs) I know. I don't know why. Just does. 
Well, Stephanie and I both love that song. Looking kind of lonely, girl. Would you like someone new to talk to? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Who is so that, like, Dr. Something? or It's uh, it's Dr. Hook. But I have a Yacht Rock playlist, and that is definitely one that I absolutely love. But, yeah, so there's all these songs that I'm going to because I kind of don't have time to sit and watch movies. So I've been listening to a shit ton of music. Hold on a second. I got one more. You recognize this one? Is that Gloria Estefan? Yes. <laughs> you, know you like what? that song? Well, what's funny is one of my friends, they did that 12th birthday thing, like pick the song that was playing like number one on your 12th birthday. And she had got coming out of the dark. And I'm just like, oh my God, I'm like, I completely forgot about Gloria Estefan. That's so a I good started one. listening to her. And then I listened to this one. And I'm like, and I'm like, I forgot how much I loved her. <laughs> yeah, she was good. She's fantastic. Yes. Anyway, so yeah, it was, it has been a source of comfort for me. I don't know what other people are doing, but I mean, a lot of people are working still, so they don't, they, they're luckily being able to have some distraction. You know, some people have their kids actually doing school right now. And so they have that little bit of a distraction. But even if I had kids doing school, I mean, you still have to somehow maintain your own sanity. And there's only so much cleaning one can do before you're like, I don't want to do this anymore. Well, I mean, and even if you have the cleaning, I mean, who really wants to do that? I mean, no one. I mean, we've been doing like not spring cleaning. I mean, we're trying to. I mean, my my bedroom's like a freaking landfill because of, you know, Olivia. (laughs) She just. And I mean, I went through because I'm just like we have so many clothes in our room. I'm like, I have to get rid of some of my clothes. Well, I went through and I'm like, I I did. Like, I remember doing it because I went through the clothes that I have now. And I'm like, there's nothing to get rid of. I've already done that. And so I'm like, it's her. She's picking. Yes. Well, so, you're, you, know, you know, I go through her stuff and I, I find things that are like size 2T and I'm just like, okay, like this, okay, this needs to go. Yeah. Well, that's not her fault. <laughs> no, it's mine. And the problem, yes, the problem is, is that once I keep buying her more clothes, I never get rid of the old ones. And so, and I think it's because this is so stupid. I keep thinking that I've, I've got to wash them before I donate them. Oh, I they, totally do. Don't they don't yeah. wash them when you get them? They get them. I, I have. Know. You know what? I have no idea. I mean, obviously, it's not like I'm going to give them, you know, dirty underwear. Yeah. (laughs) I I don't even think I donate those. I mean, who's going to donate underwear? That's gross. Oh, I you know what, Paula? It's been a long time since you've been to a consignment store or a Goodwill, but there's definitely undergarments there. So most of them are most of them are brand new. The way I look at it when I see those, especially because they're always these giant granny panty ones. And I just figured, you know what? Here's the thing. These are, and they're new in a package. This is, somebody bought this for their mother. Their mother passed away, and now they have this brand new package of underwear that never got used, so they just donate it. That's basically what I think. If I get married again, I'm totally going to do that. Like, on my wedding night, I'm going to wear, like, the biggest, giantest pair of granny panties. The, the, the cottoniest of cotton. With, like, a fucking 18-hour bra. And, so you have, like, a, a hard line across your belly button. And, and you know, and, like, I don't know, come out with like freaking knee high knee high nylons oh boy and be like (laughs) this is me now (laughs) i'm here for you darling oh god (laughs) don't say it 
Um, all right. You know, so, guys, I'd be like, take that shit off. <laughs> yeah. Well, your your person would probably. I've, I've actually asked Daryl. I'm like, you know, now that I'm getting older, perhaps I should just become more modest and, you know, throw away the thongs and, you know, maybe get some cotton. And he's like, oh, Jamie, I, I don't... got rid of the thongs ages ago. I know, not me. But he's like, oh, my God, Jamie. He goes, first of all, I know you're lying because you would never in a million years do that. And I said, yeah, you're right. Never mind. So now let's go to our Hugly and Awkward Moments of the Week, April Fool's Edition, because, of course, there's always pranks that go awkwardly wrong. So here's the first one. It says, it's not me, but it happened to my sister. Her close friend came out to her in high school as a joke for April Fool's. Oh, like saying they were gay? That he was gay. Turns out my sister thought he was really gay and congratulated him for coming out and said, I figured all along you were gay. (laughs) (laughs) Awkwardness ensued when he told her it was just a joke. (laughs) What would be funny is later if he actually turned out to be gay. I don't I, I don't think that you don't know. I think you pretty much know in Why high school. Why would you think gay. if someone was gay though? Maybe he just did it first of all, kids are stupid and guys are dumb. And it was like I'll tell her something that will be the literally the last thing that she would ever think. My guess is he likes her and that's why he said it. I, that's my oh. opinion because I don't think there's a, such a thing as two heterosexual opposite sex friends where somebody doesn't like somebody else ultimately. Mm-hmm. So I think that's why he did it. But anyway, I thought it was really funny. She's awkward. She's like, oh my God, I'm so glad you said something. I knew it. I support you. And he's like, I'm just kidding. It's April Fool's. She's like, I support you, LGBTQ. Again, <laughs> yeah, he's like, oh, sorry. I'm so sorry. Uh, okay, here's the second one. This one's funny. I only planned one prank today, and it was to put an elastic band around the spray nozzle on the sink so it shoots whoever turns the oh, water on. God, I miss having one of those. I know. And I just got home and did it to myself. Oh, God damn it. That was something I would do. Twice. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes twice. Sometimes twice. Because, you know, don't forget to take... I did read another one where they said I did the... They did that at work. They did the spray nozzle at work. <gasps> no. Because they were trying to get up their friend specifically. And so he did it in the bathroom thinking it'd be hilarious if he got his friend right in the junk. You know how the guys are. Yes. And he got his boss. Right. And luckily, because it was April Fool's, his boss was like, ha ha, get it, get it. Well, he tried again and got his boss again. Not, not <laughs> an appropriate place to do it. How about the boss just kind of not do that? Can you just maybe wash your hands in the break room instead? Can we please? How about you just not do it at all so that way well, someone of doesn't course. file a, you know, a complaint a saying someone keeps <laughs> perpetually spraying me in the junk in the bathroom. In the bathroom. I know. I don't so care dumb. that it's April 1st. That's not an official anything. <laughs> we here at the Bank of Rogers do not... Aff- we do not support April Fools. This is a it's very serious it. place of business. You have to pull someone in your office like, can you please stop <laughs> messing with the sink so it sprays people in the private parts? I didn't realize I had to make this memo, but here we yeah, go. Really. I'm, I'm uh, actually quite disturbed that we're having this conversation. But No April can, Fool's Day shokes if I see just, yet. Can you please just focus on your job, the one we pay you to do, <laughs> instead of altering the sink so it'll spray people in the private parts? And another whoopee cushion was found. I'm asking you, please, to avoid the conference room at all costs. Oh, God, I read an article where someone put a fart machine somewhere 
it was like in the army or something and they were all sleeping on the floor in sleeping bags but they had put a fart machine in someone's sleeping bag and it was a remote control <laughs> one so the drill sergeant oh, was walking up and down you know and he would push the button occasionally oh, and those fart machines they'll make a different fart sounds like every time you push the button it's never the same one right and um so as he was doing it <clears throat> you know it was they were getting a serious lecture so no one could laugh <laughs> and um That's they great. were trying so hard not to laugh he's like sir we're so sorry sir um you saw obviously uh, and then we'll close the show i was watching i was on twitter seth rogan has been really hilarious during this coronavirus thing he's just finding all kinds of things to get into trouble with and he found the alexa fart uh, option yes. and so he did it and i thought oh my god that's so funny and so i did it and it worked and so I recorded it and I posted it on our Facebook and Instagram, but I told you, I said, please show this to Olivia. Uh, yes. Thank you. And did you show it to them? You know, at the time she was playing uh, Roblox with her sister in Texas. So ah. I didn't get the chance. And then um, by the time she was done, I had completely forgotten. So I will, oh. I will show it to her today. <laughs> you thought it was funny. Well, I showed it to Ryan, and he was laughing because he thought it was ridiculous. Do you guys have an Alexa? No, I, oh, I, don't, okay. I don't like those things. So. Yes, I know. I had I had them all removed except yeah. for the one downstairs. Yeah, yeah it, they just creep me out. I don't know. It's so true. Anyway, all right. Well, that's all I have for this April Fool's edition of the Ugly Truth. Fantastic. I don't know about you, but I have been shopping on Amazon like crazy because I oh, yeah. am bored as a board can be yes so if you are shopping as well do us a solid go to uglytruth.com click on our amazon button and then do your shopping that way um i olivia and i have also been doing a ton of makeovers but mm. i had to throw out a bunch of makeup because it got old so yeah. i am going to be repurchasing some makeup time to restock other than that have a fabulous uh, week doing nothing at home we will see you on sunday Thanks for listening and sharing the show.